Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrier. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we are not experts. We're podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you would like to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. You can also text us there where people have been sending us pictures of various ye old shoppies that they come across, which is really oh making gosh. me chuckle. 
You can also email us those photos or any sort of message at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mention on the show. Follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast. Join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast. We have a newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And you can shop all the products that are mentioned on the show, kind of more thematically arranged at shopmyshelf.us slash forever35. Now, Dory, Kate, we are kind of in the midst of a big heat wave. It's summer. Mm -hmm. And obviously you and I are big sunscreen advocates, but you are here to tell us about a sunscreen that has won won over not just your heart, but your skin. Wow, Kate, you should be like a, you should write like pitch, pitch women stuff. You're very good at it. Pitch women's, oh, like, um, like I should try to like sell soaps. Yeah, or something. Well, maybe this company will hire me. I mean, um, well, so let me give a little bit of backstory. As mentioned previously on the pod, I recently had a laser treatment on my face, which took off. Yes, Kate? Can we get an update? Yes. Um, I mean, on this episode or a pending episode. Yeah. I mean, the update is that it brought out all these dark spots for like close to a week. And then after like a, I would say after like 10 days, they had fallen off. And I am like, I'm pretty pleased with the results. I think I will probably do it one more time in the fall. Nice. But for the okay. most, for the most part, like they're gone. It's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. But because of that, I feel like I need to be extra careful in the sun now. Like I was careful Mm -hmm. before and now I am trying to be extra, extra, extra careful. And one of the things that I do that tends to be in the sun is play tennis. And I, I have, you know, I've talked about this on the pod. I feel like I had never really found a sunscreen that like stood up to the rather unforgiving Los Angeles sunshine. Um, So I have recently procured a new hat that gives me more coverage, but I also finally, and like, I feel like so many listeners have recommended this sunscreen over the years, but I finally invested in some super goop play sunscreen. The big jug I did not get the big jug because I was like, what if I don't like it? Then I'm stuck with like a big jug. Um, But I got the, I think the middle size. And this is a cream sunscreen. Yes. But I did also get the body mousse. I have tried this before and I like it. My kids had a real issue with the texture of the sunscreen mousse. Oh, interesting. You know how many children have different tolerances for texture and yes, different sensory experiences totally. that aren't comfortable for them. Oh, baby, mousse on skin was it, it was, was not, not good for in them. my house. Okay. No, but I I think it's great. I loved it. 
So I, I full disclosure, I've really only been using the cream so far. I mean, it's only been a few days, but I really like the cream. I do feel like it stays on well. It mm. absorbs really nicely. It is a chemical sunscreen. It's not a mineral sunscreen. I prefer chemical sunscreen. And, you know, I think I just had to acknowledge that when it comes to sweating mm-hmm. and, you know, activity, I, in my experience, the mineral sunscreens have not done the job as well as the chemical. Now, maybe there will be advances in mineral sunscreen and that will change. But even like the Think Sport um, sunscreen, which like I like, but the, the first of all, the texture is so thick and goopy and like, or not even goopy. It's like, it's very thick. It just, and it leaves such a white cast everywhere. And I just, and I, and I also don't think it works as well. So yeah, I am, I am fully on board the super goop play sunscreen train. Now it's not cheap, but I do think that my skin is worth it. (laughs) That sounded like an ad. Isn't like, it's worth it. Or like, I'm worth it. I know. Eighties ad. It probably is. Okay. So yeah. So I got the five and a half ounce uh, bottle and it was $32. The big old jug, which is 18 ounces is $58. So, you know, if you know that you're going to use a lot of it, that's actually like a much better deal. And if you just want to try it out, they also, oh, it looks like they're sold out, but they have a one ounce for $10 and then a 2.4 ounce for $22. So yeah. Tempting. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I mean, I just bought a bunch of sunscreen at um, Costco because, you know, I'm Mm. buying in bulk, Mm -hmm. especially in the camp season. We are just, we are just spraying ourselves between camp and hanging out outside in the pool and stuff like that. We are Mm -hmm. just, screening up a storm but i mean i'm always intrigued by super goop super goop has like one of the most loyal followings that i i believe is earned i mean i i've always found their stuff to be fine but like i often wonder like why why the frenzy over super goop and not kula which i like just as much i'm just curious i'm just posing a question to the super goopies out there just asking questions. That's all I'm here to do, Dory. I think. I mean, I do think some of it must be branding. Mm, I mean, I'm a sucker for branding. So, <laughs> so I you know, get that. Let's just let's just put that out there. I mean, um, everything is branding, everything and that's just branding. okay. We can't we can't resist the siren song of good branding. It's hard. It's very hard. Um, I also do want to note because someone had emailed us about this and we, we didn't really have, I didn't have a great answer for them. Um, I also got some of the super goop lip balm that has SPF mm-hmm, in it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I like it so far. I got the lip shield, which has SPF 30. All right. 
You heard they it have, first. And that, that, is, that is also a play product. So that is also intended. Wait. Play is a line. This is like play a sweating a, line. Play is like their sport line. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I also got a um, mineral stick thing for Henry from, they have a, they have a kids, I guess, I guess it's a kids line. Um, yeah. For babies and kiddos, it's an SPF 50 stick. That's mineral. Cause Henry is very sensitive to chemical sunscreens actually. And so I do stick with mineral for him because otherwise he like basically has an allergic reaction. And for a long time we thought he was allergic to grass and then realized, no, it was his sunscreen. Oh. Yeah. Poor dude. I know. I know. He he unfortunately uh, inherited my skin. <laughs> your delicate uh my delicate eczema prone sunburn prone sensitive skin. And Matt's so. just like durable tans. Yeah, no Matt's big deal. got that like Mediterranean olive mm-hmm. skin that just mm-hmm. like stands up to anything and he was basically like he once said to me that he had never had a pimple <laughs> and i was like i'm you know sorry what? what i'm like i was just like fuck you <laughs> he's like never honestly had a pimple fuck you and you know what that is like i have seen the stray pimple on him although i do like in fairness i do think it's usually like an ingrown hair situation he he like i he i've not really seen him with pimples but i was like wow imagine going through adolescence with no pimples. Goodness gracious. What would that have been like? What would that have been like? I mean, look, something else will get you because adolescence is a nightmare. Yes, exactly. Like, it's not like he had this like dream adolescence, but like that was (laughs) one thing that he didn't have to worry about. Yeah, he escaped the zits. Yeah. So anyway, sadly, Henry did not inherit his skin. That's okay. Henry got his love of Frasier and the Red Sox. He sure did. Now, Kate, enough about mm. me and my sunscreen. You have Look, you have come to a I, I would call it perhaps a revelation. I'm in survival mode over here a little bit. It's very busy. And as we've discussed, feeling kind of depressed, not really motivated to do much. And, you know, I have basically just reached um, the end of my rope with cooking and meal planning. And I just am, I'm in, I'm now like rejecting it. And I look, someone saved my life tonight and that someone was Costco. And Mm. I bought, we bought a bunch of frozen stuff. I mean, we always have frozen stuff that's part of our meals. I am just leaning into the freezer. And like I do uh, this is a larger discussion that we don't have to get into right now. But the way certain foods have been demoralized, demoralized, you know, like look, this is a diet culture, this is an issue of classism that which is connected to racism. I mean this this cuz connects to patriarchy and gender roles and all of it. But basically, I'm tired of feeling myself fall into the trap of like, gotta make uh, this meal myself. 
And if we're going to have chicken fingers, why don't I just bread them myself instead of just fucking buying frozen chicken fingers? Embrace what is easy. The end. Well, Kate, we should take a break. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for, thank you for bearing with me as I ranted. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. 
uh, it's my favorite honey love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just gonna say, like, I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. All right, we are back. Here's a story from a listener. I thought this might give you a chuckle. Last night, my partner and I walked into our bedroom to what sounded like an industrial death rattle coming from inside the wall, suspiciously close to the AC vent. We both flailed, him agitating about what might be wrong with the cooling system and looking for something to record the noise, me scrambling for my noise-canceling headphones in case it didn't stop. It was truly jackhammer-esque. 
The culprit turned out to be my, parentheses, honestly, very small and discreet, vibrator, which had somehow turned itself on and up to full power in my wooden bedside table. The fix was turning it off. Him relieved and amused, me mostly sheepish. For some reason, well, obvious reasons, this moment made me think of you in absurdity and solidarity. Wow. I am so flattered that moments like these make people think of us. When you use your vibrator, think of this podcast. (laughs) Okay. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Or how about when your vibrator randomly goes off in your drawer? How, you know, you would think that the creators of vibrators would make it harder for them to just randomly turn yeah, on Yeah, because off. I feel like this happens in people's luggage all the time. Yes. There should be like a lock button. You know, yes, like a lock, right? like, like on your toggle. Phone. Yeah. So that it, it shouldn't be that hard. Just, right. I agree. I agree. Look, who is the industrial designer? (laughs) The vibes that are out there. Come on. I'm sure there are some that have this, but it does just feel like you just hit it or it just like you slam your drawer shut in a weird way and then it hits the button and then it's like, yeah. Well, food for thought. Food for thought to the vibrator industry. Clearly, this listener's vibrator has become sentient. (laughs) Do you think it's like the AI program at Google? Yes. It's turning itself on. It's what like vibrators became sentient. It's like use me. <laughs> hey, folks! I noticed you haven't uh, been I'm intimate just in a sitting while. Here, <laughs> does anyone want to just give me? I feel sad when I'm not used. Yeah, I mean, come on. Oh my god, I would love it if vibrators were the first things to go sentient. That would be amazing. I feel like there's like a there's like a big mouth style like animated show about like a family of vibrators. <laughs> <laughs> Am I, I losing my so- mind? <laughs> I mean, look, uh, Doria, it's 2022. Uh, who knows what's happening? I, I don't know. Maybe, uh, but that's fine. Yeah. The world right. is just, the world is a, you know, the world is a world of vibrators who are talking. Little, That's where we're at. Little vibe family. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm like picturing this way too in way too much detail now. All right. Let's move on. Whew. Okay. Oof. We're going to majorly right. switch gears. Uh, shall I read this? Yes. Story. Okay. Hi, Kat and Dora. Can we talk postpartum? I'm 14 days in with my first baby and was not prepared for how hard this is. The emotional lows, sleep deprivation, and physical symptoms have been harder for me to manage than I naively expected. Can you ladies share some guidance and solidarity from your own experiences? Listening to your podcast while taking a shower has been a pillar of my self-care during this time. Thank you so much for that. Mm. I feel like um, we could dedicate an entire episode to talking about the ways in which we can be unsupported postpartum, Mm -hmm. first and foremost by society and our government. Wow, I am salty today. But let's just talk about you at home 14 days with your first baby and not being prepared for how hard it is. It's so hard and it's unimaginable, even though like people love to be like, get ready. It's unimaginable. There's no, there's no real preparation for the relentlessness of it. Like there's just no, Uh there's no downtime. The baby needs you all the time. And when, even when the baby's sleeping, you're still thinking about the baby and like you're like, it's just feeding the baby. It's just, it's just 
constant. And especially that first month is like, you're just kind of in a trance, I think. Yes. And I think if you, if you're the, if you're a person who has given birth, the physical experience of childbirth is for many of us extremely physically taxing. Yes. So like with my first child, I was coming out of a an emergency C-section, abdominal surgery, and then a fucking spinal headache and a blood patch. And then I was essentially not sleeping for three months. And your body is just ragged. Again, yeah. this is why we need things like universal health care and child care and paid parental leave. Okay. But we all know this. We know that. Please, please don't forget that. So what can you do? I mean, I, I have some thoughts. Well, I'm just going to keep ranting. Okay. Number one, um, we this is when we lean on our community. Anyone who has ever said a passing, let me know what I can do to help, is now the time to demand the help because they mean it. It wasn't just said in jest. And that's a great job for your partner. So have your partner put together a list of people and if they need to delegate to somebody in your inner circle, great. But like, get some people on task, get a meal train set up, get a dishwashing train set up, get, have people send money so you can hire someone to come do your laundry or clean your house or have your friends come do those things. This is when community is key. What if you aren't near community? This is when you have to outsource and ask for support in outsourcing because outsourcing yeah. is a financial burden. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is where having financial resources, I think, is a real benefit. And if you don't have financial resources, I think this is where we see the real breakdown of the safety net and the caregiving infrastructure in this country mm -hmm. because there's just nothing. In other countries, you have like midwives coming to check on you and like help you out. <laughs> like, oh, and like the here, government sends you a box of things. Yes, and yeah, here there's like literally nothing. It's so yeah. infuriating. People are I'm back also, to work within days and weeks of yes, giving birth. I'm also especially riled up because last night, uh, my newsletter. Now we're talking. I hosted an event with Angela Garbus mm. about her new book, Essential, Essential Labor. Essential Labor, so good. And it's just, I mean, it's so good, and it's all about this and how caregiving in the United States just is not valued. And there's, it, I could go on, but I suggest everyone should read this. Not you, listener, who's 14 days postpartum. This is probably not the time, but everyone else. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you have the means, this is the time to like hire someone even to just come in for a few hours, like in, an, in the afternoon to give you a break. Or, you know, if you can afford it, someone, a postpartum doula type person or an overnight person to help you out. Like, I think these are all things that exist. But again, you have to have the means. And, and that is really, I fully acknowledge that that is like very frustrating. I'm just, I'm just suggesting it in case this listener has that, you know, financial privilege to be able to do it. Um, so, yeah. I, I also think that 
if if I wish, I mean, it's very easy to receive advice. It's much harder to actually like hear it. But if this is at mm. all, or, you know, I find anyway, so I'm going to offer this, but do not put yourself through the rigor mole of feeling like everything you do as a parent has to be perfect. There's, mm. which is again, circles back, I think, to what I was yammering about earlier about patriarchy, misogyny, white supremacy, all this shit. Yeah. You can, you do not need to be a martyr for your baby. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had understood this because there was so much pressure to do everything perfectly in a, in a certain standard, grinding my own fucking boiled sweet potatoes to make baby food, all that kind of crap. A canned baby food is fine. Formula, great. Like the things that also, like this is a, this is a team effort here of you and this baby. It's mm-hmm. not you do everything for the baby. The, there's got like, if, if, feeding your child formula. And I'm saying this, acknowledging the fact that we are in a fucking formula shortage. So like, again, this Mm -hmm. is, you can't, you can't win. But what might make things a little bit easier for you? If you feed your child, you know, if you're breastfeeding all the time and your boobs hurt and you want a little sleep, have your spouse or your partner or whoever give them a bottle. Again, saying this with a million caveats. Okay. But like, just know that that is something I wish I had I had known because now with children who are 11 and nine, I can see that it's all fine, but there's so much pressure to do everything in this perfect way. And there's so much comparing and so many comments from other people. Oh God, sorry. I could talk about this for an hour. Anyway, Um, Dory, sorry. Did that sound, do I sound out of my brain? No. I mean, I think it's the, the TLDR is like lean on whoever you can First and foremost, it sounds like I, well, I mean, we don't know if this listener has a partner, do we? Um, no, they don't no, you know say. What? I thought they said they did and they didn't. So my apologies for referencing a partner. Well, I just want to say if this listener has a partner, first and foremost, this is who you are leaning on. Yeah. Like step you it up. step it up. Partner. And, you know, I, I don't want to like go too far down the, Elactivism rabbit hole, but like <laughs> there's this whole kind of school of thought that like you shouldn't give your baby a bottle too early because oh then they'll, they won't want the boob. And like if you're breastfeeding, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you know what? If your partner can do a night feeding, that's what they should do. And like, fuck that. hundred <laughs> <So>, percent. <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> your survival through this is so important. Your well-being is important. Yes. Like, yes, do not sacrifice everything that you need because you feel like doing so is better for your yes. child. And like nipple confusion, I'm sorry, is not a thing. It's not oh, a thing. I love it. I love it. It's not a thing. Now, okay. yes, finally, okay. also just... If you can, just chill. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to go for a a big walk. You don't need to like clean your house. Just chill out if you can. Listen to an audio book. Watch whatever you want on TV. Look at your phone. Just chill. Yeah. All right, Kate, I think we should take another break. Okay, great. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older. 
and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, Dory, a voicemail with a question uh, has come our way. Let's throw this out here. All right. Cat and door. Every time Kate says menstruating, I'm like, did I learn that word wrong? I think it's pronounced menstruating. And I'm very confused. So I, I always thought she was joking, like she was just saying, like, menstruating to be silly. But I think maybe, I think it's menstruating. I think it's pronounced menstruating. I don't know. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it. You guys are the best. Bye-bye. Dory, am I pronouncing it wrong? Menstruating? Menstruating? 
I've been pronouncing it wrong my whole life? I don't think so. What do you say? <laughs> I say menstruate. Hold on. I just I just looked up the, the pronunciation. I'm I'm just listen to it. I think honestly, listener, it's probably both, and I think just different accents probably rush the menstruate like menstruation. Menstruation. Mm. I always say menstruation. Menstruation but menstruation. So now I just looked up something and it says hold on. And it says menstruating. Yeah, which is what the listener oh. says. <gasps> but the British pronunciation is menstruating. I knew I was doing it the British way because, you know, a part of my soul is just always... Because you're an in- Anglophile. <laughs> yeah, there's one <laughs> thing you know about me. that I am an Anglophile. Mm-hmm. Menstruation. Yeah, I guess we're pronouncing it as Kate Middleton pronounces it. You know, we can't help ourselves. <laughs> I think always are right. Always are right. Don't change your pronunciation for me. My favorite thing about that voicemail, though, is that um, the listener thought I was joking, which really makes me laugh. That's so funny. <laughs> they had to be like, oh, no, she's serious. That's so funny. Menstruating. 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 Menstruate. Menstruate. I don't know. Let's take a poll. This will be a hot topic on the Instagram. Hey, everybody, we have a poll for you. Is it menstruate or menstruate? All right. Well, finally, a text message. This is a fascinating text message. Uh, And we got this a few months ago, actually. And I just, the listener sent us a second text. And then I saw this text and I was like, oh, we've got to talk about this. Hi, Doran Cat. Looking for thoughts and advice regarding issues with my significant other's friend. My boyfriend and I have been together just under a year, and we both feel so fortunate to have found our person. He had been single for many years before we met, and he has a best friend of nearly 20 years who was and is single. FYI, the boyfriend is 37, and this listener is 33. The best way to describe it is that they were each other's non-romantic companions, each other's COVID bubble, but simply put BFFs. Last weekend, my boyfriend's friend unleashed a vicious rant in a group text targeting my boyfriend essentially for being a bad friend over the last year. It is worth noting that they see each other almost every week, never going more than two weeks without hanging out. In between in-person hangs, they play the online video games once or twice a week. When his text rant wasn't met well, he turned his attention to me, sending my boyfriend a really hurtful message about me. My boyfriend chose not to respond or engage. I'm so sad for my boyfriend. He's hurt so badly. I also feel guilty for coming between these two friends, although my boyfriend talked it all the way through and he assures me that his friend is out of line and off base. At this point, he has no interest in continuing the friendship. I'm hurt by the things that he said about me, clearly in an effort to make me look horrible to my boyfriend. The words, quote, obviously insecure and, quote, vampire were used. Have either of you or any of my fellow listeners ever dealt with something like this from a friend of your significant other? This reminds me of one of the storylines on Heartstopper. (laughs) Mm. Which, to be clear, is about high schoolers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this friend is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Or they're just going through some things. But I don't think you didn't come between them. Like no. that verbiage is inaccurate. It sounds like the boyfriend's friend is cannot deal with the fact that your boyfriend is like in a different phase of life than he used to be. 
and he feels like and like your boyfriend has moved on in a way and the friend has not but that's not your boyfriend's problem it's, and like it's I, definitely not this listener's problem. No, it's definitely not this listener's problem. I mean, the this also like, <laughs> I mean, there's just so much here that is fucked up. Like the fact that he sent this in a group text. Yeah. What is this person's deal? What? Like, that's crazy. This person sounds like they have abandonment issues, which like, again, I empathize. But like, these are grown adults we're talking about. Like, it's time to deal with your shit. Like your boyfriend is 37. I'm assuming that they've been best friends for nearly 20 years i'm assuming this person is also in their late 30s like it's kind of time to (laughs) you know figure that shit out i mean i think that there can be friendships where people get very possessive Mm -hmm. um and you know it wasn't to this extent but i had a friend who also kind of reacted similarly when i said I was moving to LA like really like lashed out and you know ultimately that was more a reflection on her than on me but it was still very hurtful and we are no longer friends um but like yeah I don't know this sucks (laughs) yeah and and it's unfortunate that you've been caught up in this um because it really has nothing to do with you yeah. And, you know, I will say, it sounds like your boyfriend is handling this really well. Like, yeah. What a great uh, boundary setter. He's sticking up for you. He's, you know, he's like, this is beyond the pale with this friend. And I, yeah, I think he's, you know, he's doing the right thing here. I will say, you know, we don't know what's going on with the friend. Yeah. Right. Like, who knows what spiral or what challenges the friend is facing in their own life. So I do think that if they are able to turn their relationship around or this friend apologizes or, you know, they make amends and you feel comfortable, like, you know, giving them grace and moving on. I think that's also, you know, a nice way to handle it because we don't know what this person's going through. Mm-hmm. But again, it doesn't it doesn't involve you and the, they're they're channeling all that rage onto you, listener. And that's not yeah. fair. <sighs> I'm sorry. Good luck. I hope it's resolved. Me too. You know what um, is so funny about this episode is that I happen to be menstruating right now. And also menstruating. I'm doing both at the same time. It's like you're a dual citizen. You know what? (laughs) That's what it is. (sighs) Well, Dory, thank you, uh, as always, for coming along on this ride with me. Kate, it was truly my pleasure. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you all in the near future. Bye. Bye.